Welcome to another episode of Pardon My Take presented by Barstool Sports. Let's go! Listeners, Barstool Big Cat here, and uh, we're officially on vacation, so crack open a cold one, PFT. Yeah, it's definitely cold cracking season because we lost our job. Unemployment oh, yeah. never tastes so good. Thanks a lot, Sam Ponder. A lot of, a lot of uh, virtue signaling there. Really taking us off the arc, Craig. So, But like, like you said, PFT, if you don't have two shows, if you have two shows, you don't have one, so... Yeah, now we're down to one, so uh, we're doing pretty good. Shout All right, did you remember? To Sarah do, Spain too. Did you remember to do your taxes? Oh, we don't have to do your taxes now. We lost our jobs. Oh, is that how that works? I think so. Oh, that's the advantage of losing your job. That's pretty awesome. Definitely, and cracking beers whenever you want. Cheers, boys. Cheers. So, uh, well, I guess we'll start it off with a little who's back of the week. Oh, yeah, because we're definitely not back. PFT, you want to start first? Hank, Hank you want to no, start Big first? No, Big Cat, I think you should start first. You think I should start first? Yeah. Fuck both of you. No, Hank, I think we should let uh, Big Cat start first. Hank, you're getting a little angry uh, since we got fired. Hank, Hank, you normally don't talk this much, but, I mean, H- Hank's already wasted right now. All right, go ahead, Big Cat. All right, All right so my who's back of the week <laughs> is Justin Verlander. He's back. He's pitching well. The Strohs are in the World Series, and he's finally put the nudes of him with Kate Upton behind him. So, Justin Verlander, he's back. Strohs in the World Series. It took him a couple years to recover from that pose behind Kate Upton. I mean, I couldn't think he would look like a dork holding, you know. One of the biggest. Triple triple F tits, but uh, Verlander looked a little weird but now he's back to throwing fucking fire hey he waits and has a garbage season gets traded and then plays really well so verlander you're my who's back of the week world, world series is back verlander is definitely back folks uh my who's back of the week i'm going with headbands nba started this uh this week and man uh, I, I watched the opening to the Pelicans game. I don't know why, since I'm a Chicago Bulls fan. Well, that's probably why I don't want to watch the fucking awful Bulls. The Bulls are Bulls. definitely not back. Definitely not back. Sorry, well, Bulls. marketing, though. Spinzo, marketing, baby Dirk. Uh, I saw he had 19 the other night. Uh, Dirk would have had 24. So uh, baby that's why Dirk. he's baby. That's baby, why he's baby Dirk. Yeah, so my who's back of the week? Headbands. Pelicans starting starting five, four of them were wearing headbands. Headbands are back and back in a big way. Big way. Plus, you get headband comedy. During the game, Boogie Cousins, you know, got roughed up, and he was wearing his headband like a yarmulke, and that's always funny to see a 260-pound black man wear a yarmulke. So. He also lost his headband in one play and sunk two free throws, so... Is the headband really necessary? It's a headband hat trick right there. Yeah. So all the reasons why you wear a headband. Hank, who you got? Who's back of the week? Ron, who's back of the week? 
Aaron Rodgers' queer commercials are definitely back for this week after the little bitch got hurt. I'm tired of seeing him and his fucking dog in a goddamn Ford Raptor driving around singing with like fucking douchebag. That's a Ford Raptor? Yeah, that's a Ford Raptor. They're F-150, but more expensive. Yeah. I like that. I like that who's back. You trying get injured to, and you need some TV time and you use commercials. I like it. trying to pub him up for a big comeback, but he ain't going to have no big comeback. He's just going to get cum on his back. Oh, I thought we. Oh wait, I thought we stopped the Rick Patino. Yeah, well, since our show didn't last 15 seconds, we did tell the uh, (laughs) award-winning listeners that they can make uh, Rick Patino jokes again. Well, we did last more than longer than Rick Patino. Facts. All right, so uh, that's that's some good who's backs of the week. Thank you, thank you all. uh, Because we're definitely not back, or we're or we're back on unemployment. So I guess we're kind of back. Spin zone. Back in your well. Speaking of what we are, which is, well, we were on the hot seat, but we're not anymore. We're back to the cool throne of, throne of being bad boys of podcasting. But uh, we'll, we'll go into hot seat, cool throne. And, uh, Why don't we let Hank start? You want Hank, you want to start? Yeah. yeah, Hank, give us your hot seat, cool throne. All right. My hot seat, big cat. What? Hey, 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 we, hey, we, we rose as a ship. We go down as a ship. On, what do you gets, mean? It, it gets better. It gets better. I kind of do partially blame you. I mean, it, you're it the gets, one that had the blog with Sam Ponder went after. Now she was mistaken, hold but yeah, hold on. Am well, I just because cool I wanted, just because I wanted the name Bar, I agree with Dave about Barstool being in the name, being in the name of the show. Doesn't mean it was my fault. Eh, kind of your fault. You want that cool throne? Why, wait, no, why am I on the hot seat? Sounds like, Hank, you're on the hot seat. you got the show canceled. Yeah. <sighs> I'm, I'm already off the hot seat, though. No, still on it. I already got... The coach ceases to be on the hot seat once the coach is fired. Yeah, but cancellations come in threes, so... Oh, shit. Just watch out. Now, the cool throne. Cool throne. Sam Ponder and Women Empowered. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Hank's really playing uh, troll tonight. Um, oh, he looks like one. He looks like a neck beard troll. All right, so I have two hot seats. Two? Yeah, Come on, PFT. No, no, no. I got two. I got two. First hot seat, Matt Luke losing to old Coach O <laughs> coming down to Oxford, Mississippi. Co- Coach Matt Luke was definitely in- incapable of beating Coach O coming back. And now uh, Coach O has more wins in Oxford than Matt Luke will ever have. So he's got, he's got two first Bible names. He's got Matthew and he's got Luke. Yeah. So and, and he got a New Testament ass whooping from Coach O, the Tigers, baby. One heartbeat. Go no, Tigers. We got makers all over the field. Go Alabama's Tigers. about to come in and fuck y'all up the ass. Hank. Hank, come on. All right, my We're next. Really out of character, my next Hank. hot seat. Bill Simmons. Oh shit! So the Podfather himself. The Podfather. The Podfather is on the hot seat because he's having beef with the cat killer Michael Rappaport, and Bill Simmons is being a real pussy about it. So the cat killer might kill another cat, and that would you be you, Bill Simmons? Grow up. What, why are you hating on Rappaport? Well, uh, you know Rappaport is now one of Barstool's own, so Barstool will go to war with anybody coming at Barstool. So ESPN. Bill Simmons taking all uh, taking all comers. Well, we are in the same category as Bill covers. Simmons because we did get <laughs> fired, like right? Rogers. So, 
Um, my cool throne is the Astros because they're now the team of destiny. See, well, they beat the team of destiny, and now they are the team of destiny. So that's uh, that's your cool throne is the Astros, and uh, you know they're they're playing well. And now if the uh, Dodgers beat them, they'll be the team of destiny. That makes perfect sense to me. All right, my hot seat are the unlike Hank. I disagree. Vietnam, Vietnam. Well, I can't even talk anymore. No wonder we got fired. My hot seat is the SJW Femesis. You know all these PC bro monies out here with Halloween coming up these weekends. These chicks are going to be dressed scantily, and they're talking about all female justice until they start slut-shaming them for wearing a, a slutty cat costume. It happened with us getting fired. They came out. They fight their own. They're going to slut-shame just like they slut same Jen Sturger when she came through the ESPN offices looking for an interview. So th- their heads are going to explode. They're not going to know what to do. They're going to be slut shaming. They're going to be some are going to be saying empowering. They're all going to infight. Meanwhile, Hank PFT and I are just going to be looking at the, some nice racks and drinking some beers because we don't have jobs. And this is a sex positive podcast. So ladies, wear whatever you want. Now my cool throne. I think I got you guys definitely beating this one. Who is the Redskins offensive coordinator? You guys know? I thought you were supposed to be football's guys, football guys. Well, if he was a football guy, I know. Offensive coordinator, Bill Callahan. Who's their defensive coordinator? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? Uh, Jim Haslett. Because I'm from Chicago? No. It's a guy with a pretty good name, Greg Minuski. Now, I know you guys know who their assistant strength and conditioning coach is. Oh, man. Deuce? Yeah, you guessed it. Ding, 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 ding. Cool throwing. Deuce Gruden. Gruden. Assistant strength coach, and he gets prime time every time the Redskins play looks, a game. Because he looks like fucking Popeye. Harley wishes he had triceps. Who's Harley. fucking hank so deuce gruden if you guys don't know he's getting the most shine out of any assistant strength coach in america and most defensive and offensive coordinators it's 2007 and the year of nepotism is in high in high force we got john and jay gruden putting deuce on the sidelines and we got trump putting all his kids on Oh, we also have the Deuce on HBO, which has been very good as well. So it's got dual Francos and the Deuce. So. Cool through thrown for Deuce for sure. Now you know you may be crying nepotism, but if you ever seen fucking Deuce Gruden, he's five six, one hundred and eighty one pounds, a human cannonball that won at the World Classic Powerlifting Championships in Belarus this past summer. So you got beef with uh, Deuce Gruden having a job on the sidelines? You're gonna have to fight him for it. It's going to take three yards and more than a cloud of dust. Do you think he'll be tripping anybody on the sideline like the awesome Jets strength coach? He's too muscle-bound. I love a good strength coach tripping people as they run down the sideline. That's a football guy move. Uh, You will not score a touchdown. Say what you will about Mike Tomlin's play calling, but he does know how to trip somebody on the sidelines, especially in the playoffs. All right, uh, where are you going next, big cat? Nice well, driving. 
you know, you got to let it breathe for a little bit. I say we go into the uh, take this up a notch and go to the Mount Rushmore of boomerisms. You know, episode one of Barstool Van Talk, we were in the hollowed halls of Bristol and we stumbled upon Chris Berman and uh, Tom Jackson's studio. So I think in honor of that, we bring back Mount Rushmore one more time, even though it's, you know, we're on the ass eating season. It's not really Mount Rushmore season, but. I say we do a snake draft of your favorite boomerisms. Well, who gets to go first? Who went first last time? Hank? Did Hank, Hank go first? We, we probably should, um, we should. I haven't gone first yet. Okay. Uh, all right. Big Cat, you can go first. All right. Uh, Hank will go second. I'll go third. And then you'll go fourth? Yeah, that's how snake drafts work. And then work. Hank will go fifth? All yeah, right. it's a snake draft. All right, you got Hank that? will always be in the middle. Hank, you got that? All right. Number one. This is probably, I'm probably taking it a little bit early, but since it's a lot of clamoring for it, I'm going to go with nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Oh, that's a, that's a, well, just a real, real, real classic. Yeah, real classic. Hey, number one, I, I love it, and I knew you guys, it's, it's high up on the board. It is a good one, especially for this year. I got one that's better. All right, Hank. He will not go all the way. Way better than fucking circling the wagon. That's your favorite? That's it sounds like a girl talking to you at the bar. <laughs> all <laughs> right. Sounds like your little dickhead. Alright, so uh, Hank! How dare you talk to talent like this? Alright, so mine, um my, my best one is uh Natron means business. Because uh, that was always a great one. Natron means San Diego Superchargers. And the later with the Jags. I think you fucked it up, isn't it? Natron means means business. I will have to go check tape on that, boom. Um, The next (laughs) one I have is Andre. God, moon rising. God, you took my fucking top two. Well, that's what Snake Draft. You chose to go Buffalo Bills early, and I chose two great ones off the bat. Hank. What's your next one? Woo! <laughs> Oldie but goodie right there. All right. Nice job, Hank. All right, I'm going to have to go with Eric sleeping with Bienemy. <laughs> one of my favorites right there. You know, not a well-known player, but a great nickname that surely put him on. And then I'm going to have to follow that up with a, uh, you know, down south favorite, the interception king of the south, Jake Daylight, come in, you got to do it So I'm going to go with those. Those are my my two for right now. I got I got one left coming back on a snake tail. All right, Hank, what's your, uh, your third? It's prime time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> all right so um that's like saying my favorite catchphrase from barstool sports is pardon my take yeah, that's right. the name of the show well, hank so so since uh we're gonna go down for my uh third one down to the tiger boys and one of my favorites is joseph live and let a die just a great name and my final pick and now this one's a good one i'm gonna just go ahead and start with <laughs> Mike, you're in good hands with all stock. Uh, <laughs> Rumbling, stumbling. Oh, damn it. You just took my last one. Shit, now I got to scramble. All right, Hank. He took my first one. What? See, See? come on, Hank. You got you had an audible here. Come on, I, I thought... Hank does an audible. Hey, what about uh, your well-dressed Amani Toomer? That's a good one. 
Uh, I like it even better when Armani, it's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take that as my last one then. Oh, shit. Come on, Hank. You sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right yeah. It's yeah, from Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. Where do you get the reference? Armani, not a tumor. I'm just disappointed Boom, uh, you know, got his role re- reduced at ESPN before I could hear him do a highlight for Ruben Bananas Foster <laughs> making tackles with the 49ers. It's definitely a good one. One of my favorites as a kid was Sammy Goodnight. Sammy Knight for the Saints used to make a lot of interceptions. PFT, that's the curse of you buying jerseys, right? Every time you bought a jersey, the player got traded or injured for basically as the rest of his life. Spin zone, I uh, got their jersey. So, I mean, they did get some money out of it. So, you know. All right, we done with this segment? Yeah. I'm All right, good. we'll move on. And do you want to do uh, guys on chicks next? Or yeah, fantasy fantasy football fuckboys? Let's do fantasy football fuckboys. Ooh. All right, this let's is always weird. Yeah, this is always weird doing it without the music. Who who wants to start? Oh, what's a, hey, what's everybody's name? You got Hingle McCringleberry. Ooh, oh, real original oh, yeah. Hank. I'm Brad Gandolfini. <laughs> oh, nice. And over here, you got Jean Ralphio. Let's go. Hank, PFT, who wants to go first? PFT, you go first. I right, go first. All right. This is Brad yeah. Gandolfini. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Start him. Mitch Trubisky. He throws five passes, and he still wins. All right. <laughs> Sit him. Vanny Woodhead. He's out. He's not coming back. Uh, He's gone. Come Vanny on. Woodhead. You got to start, Vanny. Vanny Woodhead. You got to start, Vanny. Sleeper? Robes. It's getting cold outside. Oh, Get shit. out of the shower. Get some robes. Hey, watch yourself. There's a lot of sexual harassment going on. You won't want to be caught with the your robe open. Hank, you go. Oh, oh, come on, Hank. I mean, Hingle right. McCringleberry, you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, get it Who, right. Start him. Who you starting? You gotta start them fucking strippers. Oh! oh! Stripper season, baby. We ain't got no jobs. They smell good. They soft. They got glitter on them. Voluptuous. And they're always a good time. Oh, yeah. Start, start, yeah. start. Who you start. gotta sit? Them fucking Democrats. Oh! I mean, a goddamn Democrat. He oh, can no. speak his political mind now that we got no. fired from ESPN. And, and oh, that's, man. All, that's all we need because they just they fucking suck. I think you shit the whole government. <laughs> <laughs> and the sleeper. Some good old Benoit balls. What? what? Hank, what do you even do with those? <laughs> They're big, round, make you feel good. Wow. Make Hank, you stretch real good. Can, can we break uh, fantasy football right now? Okay, break. Cut the music. Cut the music. Uh, this is going to be uh, Hank explain it to us. Benoit balls. Yeah, Hank, explain it to us. What do you actually yeah. do with Benoit yeah, balls? Yeah, what are Benoit balls? Shove them up your ass or in your pussy. Yeah, but what 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 are they? Hank, have you ever I, shoved Benoit balls? I, up what your... are Benoit? I've never used Benoit balls. How big Neither are these balls? Well, well, Hank, what are Benoit balls? You can't call them a sleeper, Hank, yeah. if you don't even know what it is. They're for women. Yeah, but what are they? Like, describe a Benoit ball. They're round balls. What are they made out of? Wood. I don't know. <laughs> it's a fucking, definite sleeper. Fucking Hank. All right, let's get back to the fantasy fuckboys. No wonder he called it a sleeper. He's not even woke on Benoit balls. Yeah. All right. Here it comes. Jean-Ralphio. Start him. I'm going cheese fries, baby. You 
you can't lose, throw some jalapenos on them. Maybe I'll dip them in ranch. Maybe I'll have them with some wings. Maybe I'll have them with the burger. They go with everything, baby. Sunday, you gotta start cheese fries. Come on. I think, right. I think you gotta sit the sour cream with them, though. Don't don't play them with sour cream. Hey, do what you want, baby. Sprinkle a little bacon. Boom. Start, start, start. Now I'm going with sit them. Florida Georgia line, walk your ass to the sideline and sit down. You're ruining Hank Williams coming back from Monday Night Football. Florida Georgia line, get your candy asses off my fucking television. Sit Florida Georgia line. I never want to see you again. I hope you're an ISIS martyr. All right, and now we go with my sleeper. Keeping it with the Monday Night theme. Hey, sup? Susie Colbert, aging like a fine wine. You can be my sideline broadcaster any day. Still as hot as looking as 10 years ago when Joe Namath was drunk on TV hitting on you. Sleeper, Susie, smoke show Colbert, baby. And that was your fantasy football fuckboys. Hey, it's a good thing that the Fantasy Focus podcast isn't taking over the part of my fake podcast. I mean, Fuck Georgia Line. <laughs> yeah, Florida Georgia line, whatever. Yeah, Easy for Hank to say. Yeah. yeah. All right, I say uh, we move on to. Do Got, you want guys on chicks? Oh yeah, let's move on to guys on chicks. I need to relax a little bit after that fantasy yeah. football fuckboys segment. You know, it's always weird doing that without the music. Yeah, I, yeah, it is really, it's really awkward. But uh, we can put it in post. Yeah. I, I think we'll, I think we'll be good in post. Well, yeah, Hank, Hank will try to do that for us. Thanks, Hank. He is very angry and drunk right now, though, so it may take take a couple days. It's all right. All right, uh, guys on yeah, chicks. Yeah, guys on chicks. Yeah, read them, Hank, since Billy's off at uh, school. All right, I got a good one for you. Hi, guys. So, I'm very so. interested in trying wall sex. <laughs> Wall sex? With my boyfriend. He acts into it. Oh, pause, pause, pause. Explain it to Hank. What's wall sex? Uh, explain it to us, Hank. What's yeah, wall what's sex? The, what's wall sex? I guess you just try to beat a bitch through a wall. So, is this like... The Kool-Aid Is this when you like put a hole in the wall and you have sex with it? I guess you're trying to push your head through the wall from the back. Oh, right. uh, okay. So, you think this is put her tits against the... against you put it her up against the wall and you pound her from the back. You don't think this is holding her against the wall? Or it could be that either. But well, let's, all right, let's finish the, the question. Wall. Let's finish right, uh, back on. Anyways, I still don't know what it means. He acts into it. Hank's not good. But I can't tell he is hesitant. I can tell he's hesitant. What can I do to motivate him to perform wall sex with me? Thanks for the advice, Maggie. Uh, first, first one, explain what wall sex is. He's hesitant because he's just like us. He's like, hey, uh, what the fuck is she talking about? Now, you immediately want to think... Oh, sex, it's got to be good, but you throw the wall in there, that, that seems like it could go in, in any direction, even though it's only a wall, so well, it should only well, be Well, like in go. Midsummer's Night's nice Dream, there was a wall there, and they kissed between the walls, so I don't think that counts as wall sex. Maybe it's, you know... Wait, kissing's know? not sex? Oh, shit. I don't know. Is it... Is, I'm, I'm guessing it's not sex. Oh, Jesus. Uh, but I, I think what wall sex is in this situation is when the guy holds the chick against the wall... And pounds her from the front, just held against the wall. So maybe he's hesitant because he's not. He, he thinks this is a bigger girl, and he doesn't think he can last and hold he her up against the wall. He doesn't think he can pin her. Yeah. So what you need to do is you get your guy in the gym, and uh, have him work out a lot, do a lot of like uh, deadlifts because you want to be deadlift. So uh, you know, just or pin him against the wall. Yeah. I, okay. Exp- uh, two things. You, you're not going to go wrong with this. 
Explain Wasex to him and tell him to hit the gym. Boom. Problem solved. Yep. Great relationship. Yeah, thanks, Maggie. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Keep, yep. Yes. Yeah, so, hey, sup, Maggie. Hey, Maggie. Ma- hey, Maggie, if he doesn't end up wanting to do wall sex, sup. <laughs> you know you know who to look to. The bad boys of podcasting over here. So yeah, she don't want to be with you. Uh, Hank. On to the next one. How dare you talk to talent like this? Hey, guys. Back on guys on chicks. Back on guys on chicks. What's up, guys? Sup? I'm a girl that tells a man that I do not want to be controlled. I want to allow my man to do whatever he wants, and if he really cares... I expect him to not put a relationship at risk. Is this a good way to approach relationships? Or does it mean I do not care? Thanks, Jordan. Jordan may also be the guy that used to be on the real world with the little messed up head. Well, it's this is guys on chicks, so it's a chick named Jordan. Yeah, I hope a guy yeah, wouldn't be. Yeah. I hope a guy yeah. wouldn't be, be, uh, be ruining the sanctity. Okay. All right, so um, so big cat, uh, this is like what every guy wants, right? A relationship where you don't have to do relationship stuff. And you just get to do you. Well, so this was the thing where she's basically treating him like a free-range cat, right? She's just like, hey, go out, don't embarrass me, and uh, we're Gucci, right? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds it sounds ideal, but... Uh, but it's not going to last, right? It's definitely not going to last. No. One, the dude's probably going to fuck up. Or two, the chick's going to get paranoid and think he's fucking around. And, you know, chaos ensues, so... You know, it's a good thing, but it's not going to last very long. I say you put a GPS tracker on him so you know exactly where he is, and then you tell him that you know you're cool with everything. Hank, you're young. Doesn't Snapchat have like a GPS on it now? Yeah, when he's in the bathroom taking a shit after some nachos, you know, mess with his phone and uh, turn the GPS on. Boom. I wouldn't know. I think we All solved right. that one. Yeah, I think so too. All right, next one. Interesting. That's a good one. I need help, guys. How do I tell my boyfriend that I'm losing attraction to him because of his beer belly? Oh, oh, oh it's, it's, it's not. There's more. We've been together for a little over two years now, and we live about an hour apart. Uh-oh. When we first started dating, he was in decent shape and didn't have a belly. Sup? He used to be pretty active throughout college, but then got an office job where he's sitting behind a computer all day. After he gets Sounds off familiar. Work, Blo- don't feed the blogger. Okay, yeah. Once he gets off work, he either sits at his computer more playing video games or he's on the couch watching TV. He usually always eats food from takeout or delivery, so there's also the nutrition concern. Oh, jeez. Oh, man, it gets better. He used to be more <laughs> active. And it gets fitness. better. This has already been a fucking novella. Hold on. Which is the initial reason why I became interested in, in him in the first place. I'm fairly into fitness myself. And long distance running. Fairly in the fitness. How how have you shaped? Lifting weights, hiking, yoga, etc. Almost daily. Not everything in the same day, though. Over the course of two years, he started getting comfortable. Maybe more lazy because he works at a sedentary job, office job. Yeah, you mentioned that lady. Yeah, okay. I mean, I also work an office job, but I try to make some time after for exercise and make sure I do more on the weekend. He talks about how he's getting, how he's gaining weight. And he's aware of it, yet he doesn't do anything about it. He's usually always willing to join me for exercise when we see each other, usually on weekends. But he won't do it if I'm not there. Hmm. I can't always be there for him, so he goes. Unf- so he goes. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm starting to lose sexual attraction to him. And as horrible as it sounds, I do not know what to do about it. Wait, I've beer bellies been- aren't sexy? I guess not. I've never been attracted to a beer belly. Oh, hot seat beer bellies. And or. 
dad bod. And as someone who takes care of their own appearance, I'd hope and expect the same from my partner. I've never had to have this conversation before, and I honestly don't know how to bring it up. I love him very much, and he's such a wonderful man. <laughs> sexual attraction needs to be there. Where's the best way I can handle this situation? Well, tell him to fucking work out. Whoa, Hank. Wait, who, who? Oh, never mind. Thanks, Mallory. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. All right, so Mal. Um, so this is what you got to do. You make him start running an hour to come see you because you live far away. So if he takes off during the weekdays and you can only see him on the weekends, make him run or bike to you so that he makes up for all the calories he doesn't burn during the week. So that's like a that's like a 60-mile 60, uh, 60 trip probably. You're telling him to run 60 miles on the weekend to get to you or bike? I say just end it, lady. I don't know. I don't. You're, think- you're already an hour away. You seem to be harping on the beer belly, and he doesn't want to change. Just fucking leave him. Well, we're not into let, body shaming let, here. Let so. him into that blog life. He's probably gonna have a beer belly. Hey, I have a beer belly. I maybe I eat too many cheese balls. Hey, spin but, zone. Uh, spin zone. All real men build sheds over their tools, so maybe he's just a real man. Mm. So. Hmm. That's a belly over the dick, huh? Yeah, that's the shed's the belly, the tools are your dick. Oh, I like that. You must have learned that in, growing up in Texas. Yeah. All right. All right. Ooh, that's a rough one, lady. Good luck. And uh, if it doesn't work out and you're still into fitness, you know, sup. Sup. Well, we got one more. What up, guys? Sup. I really want to go to the topless beach on our upcoming vacation. It is legal where we are going, and I really want to try going topless. How do I convince my husband that th- that it is okay? I do not want him to be upset, but I feel he needs to be more open-minded. Oh. Help. Janice. Oh, Janice. Free the nipple. We're sex positive on this podcast. Yeah. I say you just kind of, you know, go to the beach. Don't tell your husband it's a nude beach. And, you know, you get there. You spend about an hour. You let your husband see some other topless chicks. And then... All of a sudden, you 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 switch, you roll over from your front to your back, and uh, you take that top off. Your husband's, you know, going to be staring at the other women. Next thing you know, he turns, sees you topless, and he's like, oh, I've enjoyed looking at other women for an hour, so I guess I'm going to let this slide and maybe talk to, talk to you about it later. But you get one, one day of uh, topless action. I think that'll work. I don't think you spring nipple on anybody. You have to be prepared for the nipple. You can't just... The best nipples in life are spring nipples. Catching an unexpected nipple is fucking a, a great pleasure. Not it's from like your, seeing a rainbow. Not from your wife. You expect to only be able to see those nipples in private. You're not going to the beach expecting to see those nipples. No, that's boring. So uh, this, is what, this is what you do. You convince him to go bottomless oh. so that he's hanging brain. That water's cold, though. That's fine. And then you convince him that allow you to take your top off so he can get a half chub on. Because, really, he doesn't want to show poorly. He wants to be well-represented. Mm, interesting. So, so you show yours to him, let him get half going so that he can, you know, feel get some self-confidence on the beach. So you, this is like a... Uh, this is a, you're thinking your your hair's long PFT. You're beginning to think like a woman. So you're saying give him that old bait and switch. Convince him to go bottomless once he doesn't have a once he has less than stellar showing. I'm talking you know. It's cold outside. It's cold. Uh, it's cold outside. 
And, you know, so you're like, hey, check these out. And then, you know, he gets a stiffy and he's back to normal, maybe even half a chub. Yeah. That's uh, Also, that's guys on chicks. Yeah. So that, that that sounds that's a great fucking strategy, PFT. Thank you. I like it. So all right, and I think we got one more segment. Explain it to Hank. Okay, okay. We got some explain to Hanks. Hank, what do you have? We've got a lot. Uh, explain to Hank. Velachos. <laughs> so, Velachos are nachos with just extra awesomeness on them. Like extra awesomeness and what? Big Cat, you're a big Velachos guy. Just next level nachos. Years I mean, ago. Okay, so years nachos. Ago, what kind of fucking nachos? Years ago. I like how there, Hank's getting mad about years ago, there was a, when he uh, gave I us mean, no I want, details. I want explanations. Years ago, there was details. a. <laughs> I hate Hank ever since we got I mean, he got fired. Jalapenos, cheese, you would think bacon. You think a loss of paycheck would humble him? Sour cream. Hank is hammered. Seems what, to get edgy. What's so special about these things? I, th- I thought we were supposed to explain it to Hank, and Hank just seems well, I to mean, be. You, you not explaining. You yeah, because you keep cutting me off, fucking Hank. Hank. I mean, all right. No wonder we got fired. Yeah, can't even keep our own fucking producers you, in check. Can't blame the producer. But just it. Years ago, there was an offensive lineman for the University of Alabama, one of Saban's boys, and his last name was Vlachos, and as most offensive linemen are, he was a big old boy, so we started calling really good nachos Vlachos during the football season. So, Hank, that's what Vlachos are. Tony Vlachos was also a survivor player. (laughs) I liked Vlachos. So, big cat. Another one I need you to explain. What's up with the fanny pack? Oh, the fanny packs are great. I'm wearing one right now. Don't judge. I'm getting so much shit done in here. I got, let's see, what do I have in here? I got, let's see, let's see. You know, wait, I don't, I don't want stuff. tampons, what you got? I don't want stuff jamming up my pockets. Do people stuff their fanny packs? Is it like kind of stuff in your crotch? You know, us fanny pack guys don't need to do that. I got, see, I got my phone charger. I got my keys with, uh, you know, Prince uh, William on there, Kate. And I got, you know, my wallet right now. I just ran out of chaw, so, you know, that's why I'm not chaw dogging it tonight. So that's what I have, you know, put the phone in there, put the vape in there. You know, what's not to love about a fanny pack? I got this great print. Fanny packs are where it's at. Fanny Fanny packs are back, folks. Fanny packs are Taurus indicators. So if you want to be um, easily found as a Taurus, you pack the fanny pack because that's how people know you're a Taurus. They won't know if you just wear Hawaiian shirts and look like a doofus. They also think you're European. If they think you're a Taurus, they think you're European, you're instantly cooler. So just like I'm wearing this Porsche hat right here, you know. Porsche? Yeah. Porsche. Ooh, sorry. Hey, I please, own. Please pronounce it. Right. I, I Craig. I own the hat, so I think I know Craig, how it's who's pronounced. Craig? It's Hank. <laughs> sorry, Hank. You you got me a little flustered. You're acting like somebody I know named Craig. Oh, really? So yeah. All right. Hey. You're acting like somebody I know named Chris. Facts. A spin zone. Chris is in a relationship with Mallory, and we talked about Mallory on uh. Guys on chicks. Mm. Could it be the same? We're not conspiracy theory guys. We're connected dot guys. So, you know, I'm just saying. Something in the future. Mm -hmm. Connected dots. All right. Well, a good one for both of y'all here. 
you know, y'all been potting for a while. How come nobody farts on a podcast? Have you ever heard a fart on a podcast? I mean, Hank, you've been producing for us for a while. You never hear anybody fart on a podcast and them complain about the stink because, you know, podcasters as a whole are very professional, you know. We we hold it in like you would hold a, a fart in church, you know. So that's why you never hear anybody complaining about stench on a podcast. That or we let it silent but violent and you just have to be a professional and go through it. And not mention it, you know, because yeah. we're real big J journos. That's how we do it in the biz. Yeah. You don't you don't want to acknowledge a fart because then that gives them the power. Yeah, that takes people out of the room, you know. Including yourself. Exactly. Spin zone? Farts are funny. So I don't know why people aren't farting. Yeah, podcasts. why? I, I guess... Fart- the, I guess they're not farting directly into the mic because they have to use it right afterwards. Right. Well, so I heard of having a good fart wars. I mean, what do y'all think about yeah, that? Yeah, fart for fart. That's that's the one of the best roommate games you can play of all time. Oh, farts farts are far good. Everybody get your bean situation and load up. Yeah, and just point your cannons at each other and may the best man stink the other one out. Y'all got a favorite type of beans to eat? A bushes grilling beans. What about you, big cat? Uh, I'll eat as long. Uh, I'll eat any bean. You know me. You know, beans, beans, a magical fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot. Jesus, Hank. That's that's enlightening, Hank. Thank you. You got any more explain it to Hanks, Hank? Uh, that's about it. Oh, shit. Well, first episode back, Halloween coming up. Look at that beer belly. Oh, she, hey, it's not beer. It's, it's that blog lifestyle. Hey, we, Call it we, as you will. We're both very athletic. We could play quarterback in the NFL. I mean, who couldn't make more than five completions like Mitch Trubisky? I think you can sign us up. Yeah, uh, it's Mitchell. And, uh, you know, we're both athletes, even though I got bit by a dog and he's got foot problems, you know. I mean, uh, we st- we still, you know, played sports. Speaking of making completions, I mean, you get that LSU on. Uh, what about Jordan Jefferson? He struggled making completions, huh? <laughs> you an LSU fan or you just wearing it for fun? Uh, that was before Coach O. I'm more of a Coach O fan, so uh, I'm all about them playmakers. That was bad Coach O, so, yeah. All right. Spin zone. And that was talking Tigers. That's yeah. legitimate. Hey, um, uh, Liverpool struggling lately. Uh, Jurgen Klopp uh, might be out of a job soon, and that was talking soccer. Oh, that sucks for you guys as a part – USA I, men's team. You know, as like a part a Swansea owner, you know, I can't say I'm sorry to see Liverpool doing poorly. Okay. And that was talking soccer. Hmm. <laughs> All right. It was uh, a pleasure being back with the award-winning listeners. We no longer have any award-winning viewers because uh, thanks a lot, Sam Ponder. So uh, until next time, we will see you guys, and we're out.